imagine we had a conversation before we came out here, what we'd be happy with. And we targeted a quarterfinal place. We reached the quarterfinals. We got there in a slightly unconventional way. We would have liked to have beaten Australia last week. But I think what the tournament has proved is that uh, the top four teams, the four teams I expect to be in the semifinals, so that's France, England, Blackferns and Canada, are the top four teams in the world. And there's a little bit of a gap after that. And we're in the next group. But the next group contains probably seven or eight teams. And there's not a great deal between them. But what I want us to do over the next three years is not look behind us, but look above us and see how we can close the gap. And you and I have had a couple of conversations already. We know and we're not going to let you know what we think we need to do just yet. But that's what we're going to be working on in the next three years so that we won't be satisfied with a quarterfinal necessarily in three years time. We'll be looking to go better than that. And from a union point of view, we're prepared to continue investing in the programme because we're delighted with the progress that has been made. And what I would say is that 12 players became full-time professionals in January. I know I keep repeating this, but it's important. And the squad was full-time from July. And given where the squad has come from to where it is now, we're delighted with progress, but we recognise there's more work to do. Have you seen enough progress for the amount of investment that you've put in? Absolutely. Uh, And I've spoken to the squad, as you can imagine, uh, a few times over the last four or five weeks. And I spoke to them on Friday evening. And I just reminded them how far they've come. Professional sport, uh, performance sport, doesn't matter whether it's professional or amateur, performance sport takes a while. And you don't see the results overnight. We've seen some pretty good results overnight, but we're not where we want to be. But the union will continue to invest in the programme because we feel we've got an excellent coaching staff. And I'm not talking about Yoan and the direct coaches on the pitch. The support staff have been tremendous. The players have responded and they've made progress. But we have to be realistic about how quickly you can move along that path. And we're moving quicker than I thought we would, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, when we spoke in Canada, you said that you were confident Wales would perform with distinction at this World Cup. But you said 2025 was going to be the real acid test. And I've seen nothing over the last five weeks to change my mind. We came about where I thought we would finish. I hope we would get to a quarterfinal. We got to a quarterfinal. So we're in the top eight teams in the world to close that gap. And you saw the power, the running angles, the distribution, the offloads of the Black Ferns yesterday. They're a very good side and they've come a long way in the last 12 months too. They've invested quite a bit in coaching staff in particular and other resources. And we know what England and France can do because we've played them in the Six Nations and we've played Canada. So we know what the gap is. We've got to work really hard to close it. Contracts wise, I think that all the full-time ones that were added in July are going to finish at the end of the year. Where are we then going into next year? How many full-time professionals will we have? I don't think I'm letting any secrets out here. We'd expect to have about the same number of professional contracts as we've got now. And I've said we're not going to go backwards. We're going to continue to invest in this squad. We hope to find a few more players over the next three years, and we'll have some announcements to make over the next few weeks about that too. We're building a pathway right from the time a young girl picks up a ball at seven or eight, right through until senior level. And we know we've got some gaps and we'll be making some announcements about how we plan to plug those gaps over the coming weeks. So is what you're saying that you were going to have another 35 full-time professionals again next year? No, throughout the next three years, we will have a large number of professional contracts. I'm not going to go into the numbers because we haven't gone through the numbers yet. 
but there will be a number of players on full-time contracts. Is that continuing to invest the same sort of you know investment that we've seen this year or is it going to increase at all? So from the 1st of July, as you know, we've had round about 30 full-time contracts. There have been a number of part-time contracts because of individual circumstances. We'll be on and around that level going forward. The, the squad picked itself, I suppose, to some extent. How, how much of a concern is that? It is a concern, which is why we've established an under-20s team, an under-18s team, why we've got skill centres at under-12s, under-14s, under-16s, why we're looking to establish development centres, three development centres, North Wales, East Wales and West Wales. And it's why we're looking at a competition programme, which will give those players at all levels an opportunity to fulfil their potential. And I pick my words very carefully because we're not at announcement time yet. We've been talking about uh, things for months, not just within Wales, but in other countries. We're not quite at that point where we can announce it. But we've got a few I's to dot, a few T's to cross. But we would hope to make an announcement, as I said, over the coming weeks. Will that new structure be in place next season, do you think? It will be in place in part next season. The following season, it will be greater. The season after that, we hope it will be greater. You've got to catch up with those teams, but they're probably going to invest and probably get even better over the next couple of years. Yeah, it, it's probably a better question for Johan than it is for me. But in the broadest terms, the top teams in the world are very physical and they're incredibly skillful. So there are technical aspects and those technical aspects are numerous and just general fitness and power. And we've made progress in those areas, but there's still some way to go. Morning, Johan. Good morning. Um, you've had a few hours to digest uh, yesterday's match uh, and reflect on the World Cup as a whole. How are you feeling? Yeah, pretty proud of the group, to be honest. And also, I suppose we reflect back on the tournament as, um, you know, missed opportunities in key moments, but ultimately very proud of the growth that we've shown, where we've come from and shows that we can compete with the best teams in the world for patches of the game. Excited about where we can go as well. Looking at the positives then, what are some of the positives that you can draw from the campaign? First, you know, winning in a World Cup is important. Snatching at the death against Scotland was was good. Playing at the top end against New Zealand two weeks in a row. The Black Ferns, I think, was great for us from our learning point of view and our development moving forward. And also individually, there's a lot of individual players that have progressed a lot in this tournament and have grown as well, Uh, not only on the field, but also as leaders in the environment. And uh, it's been great to see. Yeah, you have to mention Hannah Jones there. She's really sort of come of age as one of the captains. Yeah, 100%. She's grown tremendously uh, through the last uh, five weeks, as well as uh, as other players. Like Fionn Lewis has been great as well. So that's exciting for us uh, as we move forward, growing that depth in our, in our leadership, which is key as we progress and grow towards Six Nations and, and beyond. And what are some of the things that you can look back on that you can be wishing that you could have done a little better, something that you'd be slightly disappointed with? Well, completing those uh, opportunities, really. You know, we we dropped the ball or the ball got snatched off us uh, on a mall that was over the line against the Black Ferns, which would have given us three tries. Then we could have hunted for that fourth try. Taking those opportunities against Australia because I thought we showed that we probably in patches a lot better than Australia, but we didn't, again, convert, so... So those are the areas that you know we'd be sitting down and looking at and how do we improve those key key moments in the game and also looking at our players and future players and the type of athletes that we've got to produce to play the style of game 
that we want to play in the future. What's the mood like among the squad and, and the coaching team at the minute? What's what's been said after after yesterday? Yeah, you know, we're all very proud with um, a slash sort of disappointment, which is natural because we we've got high expectation of ourselves and goals we want to achieve. But yeah, very proud. We asked the girls to go out there yesterday and absolutely empty the tank for us, and I thought we did that. You know, we made the Black Ferns work for their tries, and we showed that we we were physical, which was good. And um, there's a lot of bruised bodies, but just proud of of the effort. <clears throat> You know, you're going into a new cycle now. It's only three years, this one, before the next World Cup. But, you know, there's a lot of senior players in your squad. But how, how much are you expecting your squad to change over the next year or so? There's a natural evolution with, with age and within the group, obviously. Um, and we will be looking at the next crop of players that can come in because um, it's important we do that and, and also align it with growing some more depth in key positions. So... We've got to look about eight to ten players that we want to bring into the group that can bring fresh blood. So, um, yeah, we'll be looking at that the next few years. Just on, you know, the top four in the world then, how how do you catch up with them, but also catch up with their improvement over the next couple of years as well? Well, it's been great doing this World Cup to learn a lot and um, to see how they operate. And we were sharing a hotel with the Black Ferns and, just sharing ideas as well with coaches uh, like Wayne Smith. So, um, you know, we've got to produce athletes that can play the game that we want to play, can cope with the the level of game. You know, I think the ball in play is very high, a test level now. So we've got to have players that can repeat to high uh, fitness levels, high skill set levels. So, you know, that's something that we got to focus on as we move forward to be able to to manage and, and cope with the, with a standard of game that, or stand the opposition that, that come at us, really. Do you think, you know, there's there's no need to maybe focus so much on what's gone on before, after this? It's all about looking forward, isn't it? And what we can do, that's the key. And all the language and, and the energy that we produce in the squad is about moving forward, getting excited about it, pushing each other hard and being the best they can be. So it's exciting, really. 